Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It has been Women's History Week, a month, and it's March 31st, which marks the end of it. So it's not too late to finally get behind it and talk and talk specifically about, talk specifically, oh yeah, okay, hold on, let me, let me, fix, yeah. Jean, you're going to have to talk right into it. Are you there? Hi, Jean. Hi. Okay, Hi, so Lisa. Jean Sweeney is here and Nicole Bates is here via phone, and these women are fighters for equality for women in the law. And they are activists. Nicole Bates is the leader of something called Shattering Glass at shatteringglass.org. And Jean Sweeney, you are an activist yourself on behalf of women's rights. Hi, Jean. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the show today. Hello. Hi, Lisa. So great to be here with you. Hi. Great. Nicole, are you there? Yes. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having us today. Oh, I'm delighted to have you. So, Jean, let me begin with you. Um, tell us a little bit about about the Equal Rights Amendment and why you think it's important to pass it. Oh, Lisa, well, we've had an amazing journey with the Equal Rights Amendment, and we've actually added it to the Constitution on January 27th of 2020, when Virginia became the 38th state, state to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment. Um, we have constitutional law scholars that uh, have written and agree that the Equal Rights Amendment is, in fact, part of the Constitution. Has the Supreme Court said that it is yet? No. What's happened is when the Equal Rights Amendment was ratified by Virginia, the last state to ratify, um, the uh, Donald Trump's um, Office of Legal Counsel, Bill Barr, wrote a memo, an Office of Legal Counsel memo, blocking publication of an updated constitution with the 28th Amendment, and the Equal Rights Amendment would be the 28th Amendment. On what ground did he do that? Uh, It was basically on political ground, and he claimed that the legal issues involved with the Equal Rights Amendment uh, would prevent the federal archivist from publishing the Equal Rights Amendment. But remember, Lisa, 27 amendments, many of them with legal issues, were published when the last state ratified. Right, of course. So, And let's just talk again. So in order to amend the U.S. Constitution, you need three-quarters of the states to vote it, Right. right? And you need two-thirds of Congress? Yes. So the two-thirds vote of Congress was when? 1972. Is there a 
sort of a doctrine of latches, we say as lawyers. Is there a doctrine in which there is such a long period of time between the original congressional approval and the ratification of states that means that you have to go back over and do it again? Or is there no such law? Well, you hit the nail on the head. So on the 27th Amendment, that was pr- first proposed in the, in the uh, 1700s, and it was 203 years later when the 27th Amendment went into the Constitution, and that involved uh, congressional pay. Now, on the Equal Rights Amendment, they did. There was a, a in the preamble, in the cover letter of the ERA, there was a seven-year deadline when the when the House and the Senate sent it to the states oh, to ratify. I see. But and is that what Mr. Barr said was the reason why he thought there were legal questions about the ratification? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, but remember, it's in the preamble, and the issue, the legal issue. Of that issue and also when the women got too close to actually getting the Equal Rights Amendment in, five states said, ooh, you're too close, and they rescinded their ratifications. But those issues are to be litigated in the courts. The executive branch doesn't have the ability to determine English, those legal issues. So they are to publish the Equal Rights Amendment I in the see. 38th state And ratified. then it can be challenged and then a judge can decide it. Right. But remember, the burden of proof when that challenge is done is on the anti-equality plaintiffs. Okay. Okay. The people that are saying it isn't a law or it isn't an amendment. Go ahead, Nicole. Yep. Go ahead, Nicole. It is important to note, Lisa, that Article 5 of the Constitution deals with constitutional amendment. Mm -hmm. And it just says it must be passed by Congress, and ratified by three-quarters of the states. There is nothing about deadlines right. in the right. there isn't. Article no. 5. Right. So the question would be whether or not which would supersede the Constitution itself or the preamble to the ERA, right? That would be the question for a judge. Yes. I see. Yes. And interestingly, if you analyze it on an originalist, textualist, federalist, um, basis, which our current Supreme Court operates under, the words deadline are not in Article 5. The word deadline is not in Article 5. The word rescission is not in Article 5. And as far as rescissions go, there um, were attempts in connection with the 14th Amendment to rescind, and those were not respected. So, okay, interesting. 14th Amendment, those of us... Uh have to be reminded, was one of the um, anti-slavery rights that initially came in after the Civil War in order to basically give blacks the right of full participation in society. So the 14th, the 15th, and the 16th Amendment. Uh, So 203-333-9422 is our number. We're chatting with Jean Sweeney. We're chatting with Nicole Bates. And we're doing a little bit of a walk through women's history Beginning with the Equal Rights Amendment. Now, Nicole, let me ask you this, shatteredglass.org. Why is it so important as a matter of law and policy right now that there be enshrined in the U.S. Constitution an Equal Rights Amendment? Why? It's, it's women, girls, LGBTQ plus people are under ever-increasing attacks and their rights are getting rolled back. And without any protections in the Constitution, 
it's very easy to roll back those rights, as we've seen with the Dobbs decision, as we've seen with recent court cases. Um, But once in the Constitution, there would be equality for all. And then it's a discussion of what does that mean? The Equal Rights Amendment is the first step towards gender equality. And as Justice Scalia said in 2011, there's nothing in the Constitution that says you can't discriminate against women. It doesn't require it, but there's nothing prohibiting it either. And that's what we're facing today, particularly with the current makeup of the Supreme Court. So you think, given what happened in Dobbs, do you think that the issue of abortion would come out differently if there was an equal protection clause, uh, not equal protection, pardon me, there already is that, an equal rights amendment in the U.S. Constitution? you think Dobbs would have had to have been decided differently? I, I do. I really? do, Lisa. And okay. I do. It has been used. States, um, states have equal rights amendments in their constitutions. And those provisions in New Mexico, in Connecticut as well, Connecticut has an Equal Rights Amendment. And in Connecticut, the Equal Rights Amendment was utilized to defeat abortion restrictions in the past. Currently, post-Dobbs, there was a trigger ban in Utah that would have gone into effect, but for the fact that they have an Equal Rights Amendment. What's a trigger ban? So there is... um, there were laws on the books that said abortion was prohibited. And as soon as the Dobbs decision was issued, that ban would have taken effect. Oh, I see. But for the fact that there was an equal rights amendment and that ban currently is not in effect. And so does the equal rights amendment in your view, Nicole, and we're going to go to some callers, but in your view, the equal rights amendment. So in what way, tell me how you link the dots to show that, abortion, specifically abortion, uh, would have to be decided differently? Like, where is the, where, connect the dots for me. In the Dobbs decision, the court summarily dismissed um, an equality argument under the Equal Protection Clause, that reproductive rights were protected under um, the 14th Amendment. The Equal Rights Amendment would give the foundation for reproductive rights. And then it would be a discussion that would have to be had over what exactly are those rights. And you will hear the opposition, and that was evident from a recent um, hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Their biggest concern is that it would establish abortion rights. That, and they, they take it too far. Mm, but they go to the point where it's going to be uh, abortions at 40 weeks. Yeah. It is, you know, fear mongering. Yeah, nobody it wants is- that. It's ridiculous. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, got right. it. Nicole, let's go to the calls. We have David from Darien with a question for Jean Sweeney and Nicole Bates. We're talking about women's history and specifically the Equal Rights Amendment. David, go ahead, please. Hi, I'm a supporter of the ERA, and I'm just wondering if there's anything we can do in Connecticut to... Um, to get this to be uh, to be accepted in the Constitution. Jean, you want to handle that? Oh, thank you so much for that question. Um, there's a couple of things you can do. Um, one is you can text the White House uh, every single day on the on its uh, comment line and say, "Why isn't the Equal Rights Amendment published?" And Nicole has that telephone number. Wow. Um, you can also uh, call. Um, uh, uh, Governor Lamont and ask him if uh, he would please sign the letter that we've created for the governors to ask President Biden to publish the Equal Rights Amendment. And I also want to, um, you can also call Senator Blumenthal and thank him so much for being an unbelievable um, advocate for the Equal Rights Amendment. He wrote a letter on January 25th of 2021 asking for publication in support of the Equal Rights Amendment as part of the Judiciary Committee, and we want to just um, say thank you to him as well. So those were the three things Connecticut residents can do. We'll take one more call. Thank you so much for the call, David. Gina from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Thanks for talking about the ERA. Um, As a woman, I am really concerned about Biden publishing the ERA. So can Biden just tell the archivist to publish the ERA and the executive branch like he doesn't need Congress or the states to do anything? Go ahead. Uh, Nicole, you want to take that? Does Biden have the power as the president to publish something? I mean, the argument is that Trump as the president didn't publish something. So does Biden have the ability to publish something? Nicole, what do you think? Yes. Thank you for that question, Gina. Um, Most certainly, President Biden can can and should pick up the phone and call the archivist, who's, uh, that is the uh, federal government employee 
who is responsible for all the record keeping and um, and order him, order her at this time to publish the Equal Rights Amendment. The sole role of the executive branch in this process is paperwork. And the Trump administration unlawfully interfered with the constitutional amendment process and President Biden should remedy that wrong and put the ERA into the Constitution. So, Nicole, if you say unlawfully, was Bill Barr's uh, paper, his decision challenged in front of a judge? The three states that ratified in 2017, 2018, and uh, 2020 initiated a lawsuit to compel publication. And most recently, just on uh, January 20, excuse me, February 28th, the D.C. Um, U.S. U.S. Circuit Court for D.C. ruled that the standard to compel publication is so high, the archivist would have had to be completely wrong that the states couldn't meet that burden of proof. So they lost. Well, they lost the motion to compel publication. Right. Okay. Right. But they did not lose that the ERA is um, valid. Right. Because that that hasn't come, that hasn't come before anybody. I get it. Okay. So the, in other words, they lost in terms of procedure, but the merits of the case haven't been decided yet. Got it. That is exactly right. We can't get over that procedural hurdle until it's published. I see. And then valid- validity will will be established. But it will be challenged by the opponents of equality. And the vast majority of the country right now, 85% support the Equal Rights Amendment. Based on what polling? Um, it was polling conducted by Ms. Magazine and Feminist Majority. Well, I don't know. I don't know if... Well, we'll have to, I don't know if that poll is, is, I don't know about that poll. 85% seems pretty high to me. I mean, this, whenever it comes down to rights for women, even women (laughs) don't want to have rights for women. Oh, but Lisa, the head scratcher. I know, but Lisa, what, (laughs) what the Equal Rights Amendment does is it gives us a seat at the table. That's all it does is it gives women you a don't seat have at to the persuade table. Persuade me. Um, all right, we'll go to one more call. Michelle from Chicago. Michelle, hello and welcome. Oh, hello. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what a great uh, program. You know, I'm uh, convinced by listening to this that uh, the Equal Rights Amendment is ready for publication. And I don't understand the Democrats are in power in the White House. Uh, why haven't they gotten this done? And why hasn't the Attorney General? I had his lawyers uh, review this. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty shocked that they're letting a, a Trump decision stand on this. And I'd be curious to hear more. Okay, Michelle. Uh, Jean, you have any response to that? Why, why isn't more pressure being put after all there was a Democrat in the White House to have this become acknowledged as law? 
Well, I have to say, Lisa, that when uh, it was blocked by the Trump administration, we turned to um, to the election for Biden and 47 million women voted for Biden Harris team. And um, they did uh, campaign on the Equal Rights Amendment. They discussed it. And um, we that's the million dollar question. We don't know why it's not been published, why it's not at the forefront but it is enormously res- uh, important because the Dobbs decision no, not only talked about reproductive rights, but actually it ro- it opened the door to the rollback of a lot of our rights, our civil rights. And um, with publication of the Equal Rights Amendment, we can stop that rollback. Nicole, I'm going to give you the last word as well. Do you have another answer for Michelle? Why, why hasn't the Biden administration done this when this is something they campaigned on? I agree with Jean that it is the million-dollar question, but I can say that hundreds of constitutional scholars, as well as Connecticut's own Senator Blumenthal, along with Senator uh, um, Klobuchar, who's also been a strong ally, Senator Cortez Masto from Nevada, have urged the Biden administration to publish. But yet the Biden administration has continued the battle in the same vein as the Trump administration. But we're seeing more support. Just this week, um, for the first time ever, Congress, led by Representative Cory Bush, and I believe, established an ERA caucus. And some of the quotes from those representatives sum it up in a nutshell, and that and indicate that they're just as confused as we are. For example, Representative Bush said 38 states have ratified the ERA and all steps necessary to amend the Constitution have been completed. And all that is standing in the way is some paperwork. So my my final question to you ladies, because we've gone way past our commercial and we need to do that, but just very, very quickly, Nicole, can you just tell me very quickly, is this case being brought in front of a judge on the merits? Is there any way where there's been a judge willing to hear this as a forum or are they just deeming this to be a political question and they are not hearing it? There are three state cases, um, state uh, uh, cases pending in Rhode Island. Michigan and um, New York that have the Elizabeth Cady Stanton Trust initiated to establish the validity. And again, they're being challenged on procedural grounds. Yeah, they're being challenged on standing. Of course they are. It's not a case of controversy. That's the problem. Including Connecticut. Yeah. have already filed amicus briefs yeah. stating all the yeah. requirements of the Equal I Rights know, Amendment but it's have been met. It's a toughie because the question is going to be standing. Who has standing to make this happen? Even I can tell you that. I don't know how it would be answered, but I know that that's a question. Uh, Nicole Bates and Jean Sweeney, thank you very much for coming in. What a, what a really great conversation we've had today about Women's History a Month. And uh, as a woman myself and somebody proud to still call myself a woman in this world where language is you know, very dangerous nowadays, but I still speak up for the fact that as a gender, as a woman, we need to remember that women have been uniquely treated in the law, and we need to preserve our status in the law as women. That's my opinion. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 